Welcome back to another episode of Trip Report. I'm here with my brother Mark again. We're recording again in the Steel City Arts Foundation studio here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So probably a little better audio quality than what I'm usually putting out there. And thanks, Mark, for getting us in here. Yeah. And uh, welcome to another episode. Hello. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about Mark's <laughs> first experience with ayahuasca. We can edit this out if you want, but um, Mark was seemed to be having kind of a tough time with some depression and what was very beneficial for me when I was going through that was my first ayahuasca experience. So I had thrown out the invite to him and said, Hey man, I don't know if it's going to work for you, but it definitely worked for me. And I'm going to sit with ayahuasca on this date. And he said, fine, I'm going to get a plane ticket and I'll be out there. Yeah. So I think the, um, the biggest thing for me is like, so I did, I, I did mushrooms. I've done mushrooms a couple of times prior to that point And I left school. So I, while I was in school, I studied acting so I had a computer science major, economics minor. I was in a bunch of clubs and BS. I did improv comedy for like a comedy troupe thing. And then I was in like the leads, lead role of every play that I was in while I was there. And then between my junior and senior year of college, um, I had already done research for computer science department. I'd already done an internship. So I was like, I might as well see if I can do something else. And I got the opportunity to do acting in New York City at a learning program called the Stella Adler Studio of Acting Summer Conservatory which is basically like this really intensive thing that could just teach you everything you need to know to become a professional actor by the end of the program. So if I would have driven, dropped off in New York City, I understand how to audition, I understand how to be consistent, how to break down everything and be valuable to the that network of whatever it is, which is funny just because I, at that point when I was in New York studying acting, I was like the lowest weight I'd been, which was like 250, 260 pounds. And I went to a casting director and I was like, yeah, I'm still kind of big, I might need to lose some more weight. She's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so crazy. That's so nuts because I look at pictures, whatever. Anyways, I thought that was funny. And after that, I went back to college and I had to do one more year of school with a thing I didn't give a shit about, which was computer science at all. And I had to do a senior project and a bunch of stuff that made it so I couldn't really act either, or at least my final semester. So I like pushed through that and then got out of school, got a job in tech, hated that. And I think that's where I was at in the grand scheme of it all. I think I was rock climbing at that point. Yeah, so I, w I was rock climbing. You, you were rock climbing. Yeah, you went to Joshua. I, I realized that. Yeah, but I wasn't rock climbing that last episode. I lied to you all. No, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So uh, yeah. So that must have been that point because we did go to Joshua Tree. There was that, and then after that, yeah, we went back to Joshua Tree for this. And yeah, I, I think I was still in like relationship at the time or whatever. But I, I think I was like freshly in a relationship, and. I like when I left college, I was in one too. So it was just like I ended this relationship, wasn't a job I didn't give a shit about, and then like just in a weird spot. And so I think that was, I was just like, I don't know, stuck in the matrix like we were talking about or whatever. So then went to do ayahuasca and I was scared initially. I was a little, a little worried. I'm like, this is weird. People are going to start puking. I don't know. I don't know. Did what you do any research like. about it before you did it? I don't know. Not really. I knew enough that like, I was like, eh, it's going to, I didn't really know what looking into it would really matter because it's like i know what the goal is here and the goal is to like just get myself to it and just figure out what happens and see what happens and i heard your experiences about it so i mean i feel like listening to you has been a lot of informative things so i guess the, a lot of the research was that i think you told me to watch like a documentary too and i like watch those or whatever because there's that one that breaks down each of the different uh psychedelics i forget which one it is it's like the best thing to show someone before they Hamilton's do mushrooms over. um i don't think it was that one it was like going through Oh, Neurons to Nirvana. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one. Yeah. So, like, I definitely watched that and a couple other ones. And, like, yeah, that's definitely an interesting thing to like, get you hyped up. I feel like all of it is just, like, I got to get hyped up so I can be yeah. down to puke my guts out if I have to or whatever. So, 
Yeah, and we were like, oh, we'll go to Joshua Tree. And I was like, that felt perfect because that the time we did mushrooms and climbed around Joshua Tree is probably one of the best times ever. Yeah. That was so sick. Yeah, yeah, that was so much fun. So yeah, I don't know. We got there. It was kind of interesting because like you knew some of the people, and I didn't know anyone. I'm like, oh, these are all just humans out there doing whatever. I had no idea what to really expect. We fasted, so that was good. I felt like I did everything I could do to prep and mm-hmm. be there for it or whatever. Yeah, I mean, should I just try to recount everything I remember? Yeah, I we'll guess? dive right in. I mean, to start things off, it was a, I mean, a badass Airbnb in Joshua Tree. Yeah. It was like its little, it was its own little like hilltop thing. You pulled off on its own secluded driveway that just went straight up a mountain, and it was like 360 cool views from this thing with an infinity edge pool, just badass experience one of the best places to do it it was nuts the pitched up tents outside it was just the entire and they they just take the entire living room and just clear it out so that everyone can be there for the experience and they like lay out tons and tons of instruments and stuff got to meet a lot of interesting people like i think that's like the cool part too and hearing what people's experiences are like before it i don't know it's so it's so weird and like if i would have died i'd have been like okay that makes sense too like you know because you're just it's like they shut all the lights off they're like oh we're gonna make some like light some lanterns make a weird little cue and we're like all right now we're gonna do this little ritual thing and it feels very culty oh it's super weird yeah Yeah. no Uh, for sure i'm I'm the first to put it out there because i'm real skeptical of cults and you know it's grown up religious and all that kind of thing and it the first time I went up there, I was like, did I find myself into a bizarre cult right now? Yeah. Like, we're taking a sacrament. Uh, what did I do? But I think the most important part of it all is that they're talked about the idea of releasing trauma. And, like, releasing trauma isn't just speaking something into existence or whatever. Like, it's crying. It's yawning. It's shaking. It's vomiting. It's pissing. It's whatever. Like, it's everything. And I think that was the most interesting part of it all because... I don't know what when you get an experience I guess it's like you like witness that in a lot of other people and then see some things within yourself and you're like no just let that be because that is just what it is but yeah I mean then they just like walk around with this like like Dixie cups and they just fill like these Dixie cups up and they're like here you go and it's just like all right let me just drink this terrible well they give you the uh, what is it the the inhibitor is that the oh, right pre-dosed yeah. when you were there yeah okay so that's just for the listeners what I explained previously is ayahuasca is the monoamine oxidase inhibitor and then the chacruna leaf is the DMT. So those two combined make the ayahuasca tea or ayahuasca brew. But the facilitator that we go to, she will give you just the ayahuasca first. So it's the MAO hits your system, has about 30 minutes to work so that whenever the actual full DMT brew comes in, it hits way faster than, like I had said in my first solo episode where it took an entire two hours. So I had the experience from the first cup. So with Mark's first experience, we had just Aya uh, 30 minutes prior to consuming the full brew. That being said, what were your thoughts on the taste? Uh, the first time, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It got worse every time I drank it, yeah. like, throughout. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely, like, more and more bodies. Like, oh, no, this is poison, bro. Like, fucking chill. And uh, should I swear on this? I don't know. Yeah, okay, fine. cool. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so they're just like, chill, bro. And I was like, all right, well, we're getting there. Yeah, because then you do the thing, and it's like, you they it happened like you take one and then you're just like there for like two an hour or two and then you get offered another one and then you can do that so did you have any visuals from the first cup or any experience from the first cup i remember like i realized like oh like looking up and being able to see like the shadows of the lights that were created and and this the roof and stuff and i feel like that got maybe like more solid or like more it was just kind of weird and the auditory was insane like they never they the cool like they were walking around with like a big like little chimey thing and they just would chime in front of your face or whatever and i'm like that's so crazy and just hearing all that 
And then you hear people losing their fucking minds around you. Like, this bitch is crying in the corner. This dude's, like, swaying back and forth. And you're just like, like what's happening? <laughs> and and they're, they're like, you should sit up. That's what I should have done was, like, practice sitting just, like, in the correct, like, back straight, legs crossed kind of thing. Because I just was like, I don't want to be in that position at all. That's so uncomfortable. And I'm just, like, undergoing whatever that is. I don't know. The weird thing about everyone crying and freaking out is that it all, like, sounded right. Like nothing felt out of place, mm-hmm. and that made sense. Like it like felt like it made sense, but they would just like play like beautiful songs, crazy instruments, and everything. And you just I don't know. It was very weird. It was definitely cool. I don't know. I just remember that when I got offered the second hill, I was like, I should take this because I don't feel like I'm seeing like I'm getting anything, mm-hmm. anything special or anything out of the ordinary. Not out of the ordinary, but like you know whatever. I remember I did that, and it was just like oh, like so, so, <laughs> so I like I I think a lot of it was like just adjusting and getting back to feeling okay after drinking that yeah initially and i remember like even that that first night it was a lot of i think there was a lot of like loneliness thinking and like that kind of stuff it was definitely very weird i don't feel like i was like processing i don't feel like i processed anything really throughout the entire experience i think i got i don't remember if it was the first night or the second night but i was intrigued by the instruments like i really liked the idea of like the music i really liked the idea of the singing and like that level of purging with music I just remember the end of the first night, like I fell asleep on the thing in the main living room area and they, a couple other people like stayed up and hung out and stuff. And I never like went outside to the thing. And I just stayed there until the next morning. Like I didn't even go anywhere or do anything. Did you purge at all on the first night? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think anything happened. And that was the other thing too. I'm like, I should be doing something like I, like this is bullshit. I don't like, in a, like almost in a Did way. Did you have yawns or anything like that? I probably, no. I feel like I had to have that. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to think back. Like, I just remember a lot of it was like laying down on the thing, and I don't know if I like laid down and just breathe and mo- meditated because I know you talked about the idea of like potentially meditating out of the experience, and I didn't even know if that was like even possible or what that really even means. Because if I was doing that, then I've been doing that the entire time, anytime we've done them, in a way. So I'm not sure really. But the next day, we like woke up, and I, I was still trying to fast the whole time, so we were going to do that all as well, and we we're going to go down to like Joshua Tree. And just walk around because like we were we were in Joshua Tree but not like in like the park right, part. We we're in yeah. Joshua Tree, the city, but not in the no. national park. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So we drove like I don't know half hour, forty five minutes to get to that park, and I remember feeling like I think I don't know if my knee felt weird then, but I was just not in a good mood. Like it was crazy. It was the most like messed up. I feel like my head has ever been because we're like walking around and. The the idea is this. Um, the big thing in ayahuasca is the idea, like the ayahuasca queen, uh, or like or mother, mother, yeah, 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 and like the that whole thing is like I felt like I could experience, I could see that I, what that was, like going from like person to person, and like I definitely felt the communal thing where I feel like I was about to throw up and then someone else would throw up and then like and I'd feel fine and it's like oh I like I helped them through that or whatever and like so it was definitely like a whole thing like that. And part of me was like, okay, well, if I'm just here to help other people, cool, that's fine, I guess, whatever. And I'm just down for the vibe. But uh, the reason why I bring up the the mother is because like I we were we were going out, we were walking, and I saw this one rock. I was like, I really want to climb that, but I didn't end up doing it initially. I think I like walked three quarters of the way up, and then everyone started like walking forward, and so I was like, all right, well, they're fucking leaving me. And then so like I just I walked back, and I, like kind of rushed back down people were like up ahead and i'm just like had these like cycle of thoughts of just like like fucking i fuck this fuck everything like i just i don't give a shit no one gives a shit and 
because we're climbing on rocks and it's like I, yeah i could just jump on this rock but that wouldn't kill me so that sucks and i was just like going through like all those things and like i i was just in a state where like people were asking me like you okay and i was just like I whatever mean, you were in a dark yeah dark it was spot. nuts yeah I, we were all worried about it <laughs> it was crazy and uh so then we're walking up to the top of this like huge rock formation and this bee just keeps coming around me and i was so pissed and i'm like is this the fucking mother like what the hell is this bee like this bee won't leave me the fuck alone and i'm like it'll like i'll sprint forward and i'll just be like pissed off and then i'll just hear a buzz and i'm like motherfucker <laughs> just more and more pissed off and yeah and then we go so when we come back down and i go back up to that rock that i wanted to climb initially and i get like one move from the top and it would just be one like power move that i could probably make but if i fucked it up i would be in a bad situation like i probably could have died and so i was like ah, it's not worth forcing this and like the way that i had my knee in it my knee just started like hurting and i was like oh this sucks and so i came down and my knees in pain i'm already pissed off and everything just sucked i'm like just get me back to this shitty airbnb let's do this and let's get the fuck home when we got back to the airbnb and i talked to the one guy and i started like i talked to them about the different instruments and found the um what's that drum called where it's like handpans yeah those things are badass i love those things so much and i so i was talking to the dude and he like showed me how to like play a little bit and i was like messing around with it and i just i had a lot of fun there i had such a good time just doing that and like especially with music things like if i try to rap in front of people or like try to play music in front of people a lot of times i just like freeze up and it's like real weird and if i'm like with myself it's like fine or whatever but i don't know it's super weird so we like messed around there a little bit and then the night happened and we like we did it again and boy did that taste terrible that time. It was it so gets rough. worse every It was so time. bad, yeah. dude. It sucked. And I <laughs> I feel like I spent the whole first two hours just trying to fight to feel okay. And I think I actually like went into the bathroom at one point and was like sitting there. I think I like was I like I don't know if I took a shit or what the deal was. I don't even I might have barely vomited. And um, they came and knocked on the door like, you okay? And I was just like sitting there just like, oh, like <laughs> just like felt like shit. It's all weird because the colors are still the same. Like I, it was, I don't know, the shadows just felt like they were like there, but like, I don't know, not moving. It was just so weird. And I remember going back and I don't know if it was after the second one, but at one point they were like playing music and I'm like tapping my fingers against the, the ground. And they like came over and like touched my hand to stop me from doing it. And I was like, all right. And uh, then... It was driving me nuts. No, I know. Way. I was going to get to that. No, I still feel bad about that. Like, <laughs> it, it fucks me up. No, I mean, this is just a thing that, like, I have within me. Like, I feel terrible about that still. Like, very sad. Like, almost like if I committed to that thought here right now, I would go to tears. Like, that's how fucked up that is in my brain. Which is weird. Because I thought the whole thing I was supposed to be, like, fixing my brain and not making me depressed or whatever. I don't know. So, I feel like the biggest takeaway I had from the second... Like, even the second night, so, like, that happened and... Like, I don't know, I took another cup. I, like, I, they came around to offer the first time, and I was like, no. And then I went up last minute to get it again, because I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I went through another two hours of just, like, this is fucking terrible. But the end of the night was, I feel like, the most... I mean, it, I, the experience itself was super cool. Like, great music, all that kind of stuff. Witnessing everyone. Like, at one point, the one chick just started singing, and I was like, all right. Like, With she's killing pipes. me. Yeah, and I'm like, I... First of all, I'm like, I fucking hate you, bitch. Like, I got shut down when I tried to <laughs> add to the... <laughs> What about my tapping? <laughs> yeah, what my tapping is great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It was definitely, I don't know, it was weird. And like the second night, like I felt good. Like it was cool. And the second night, I, w I didn't go to sleep immediately or whatever. I was just hanging out with everyone. And everyone just started like playing music and just collaborating and creating crazy things. And they're like, oh, here, do this. And I'm just like, I, I can't add anything to any of this. And that made me feel weird. And so I feel like the main thing I took away was that I feel like ayahuasca told me that for me to process the trauma that I have, 
I need to learn an instrument to be able to do so. Hmm. Yeah. And so that's interesting. Never done it, uh, but <laughs> we'll see. And so I feel like that's something I still want to do or still should do. And it would make sense. Like anytime I've done it, it's felt like a release in a lot of ways. So that was definitely like, cool. But prior to that, I didn't do any art. Like, because I wasn't doing any art at the time. Like it was like now I do stand-up comedy, but it's like that's pretty much like now that I got that it's cool but like prior to that it was like nothing there was no like acting there was no comedy there was no music nothing so it was just like a life of I don't know sadness like the creativity I had would be execution in like competitive video games which like is fine but it doesn't lead to anything in a in the grand scheme of things so it's like yeah I don't know I just remember like after the second day I felt great like I felt good. I saw a change. I mean, yeah, it was like you, I was worried we broke you after night one because of the Joshua Tree experience. Yeah. I was like, shit, this did not do what I was hoping. Yeah, it was good. That Joshua but, Tree, this was nuts, dude. But it's, I mean, I'll elaborate on it more in my solo cast whenever I do this weekend because I think that's night three and four coming up, and then it'll be five and six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one that kills me is like you said that that jam session after. I still have FOMO for that one. Like, it's, <laughs> I. Like I just I had a really rough experience that night myself, and I was just like I need to get the hell out of here. So I just like I was like I need to get in the tent, look at the stars, listen to music, and I went out there, and it was it was just what I needed. I mean, it was I'm glad that I went there. It snapped me out of my funk. I was stoked, but then I heard everybody raving about what was going on afterwards. And yeah. it's just to like chime in right now and, and say like we had a no shit Broadway music star as one of the facilitators that night. Yeah, and I've. I've never heard somebody sing or play the guitar the way that he did. It was it was absolutely mind blowing. Like I've heard people crush it on an acoustic guitar before, but the way that he could adjust the sound, like he could he could hit those strings so lightly that it would you could only hear it if you were on ayahuasca. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he barely touched that string so he could control the volume of an acoustic guitar which I've never heard before. And so I'm just so bummed to miss like that jam session. But it's crazy because like well, it was just world class musicians, and like we went up there with one like a buddy of yours, and he went up, he went, he was there too, and so like he was playing guitar, and then that that dude from like where I was like singing, and it's just like all this crazy that that bitch starts singing again. I'm like fuck you, and then it's just like no, but <laughs> you just it was, started tapping. No, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, I'm like tapping. I'm like hitting the drum off beat. They're like fucking stop. Like, they, they're like we like you too. They're patting me on the head. Like it's like a whole mess of a thing. Sit this one out, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was nuts. And it's just, it, it was really cool, like, the end. And I think at one point, like, I came out to try to see if, like, you were around. And then there's just two people that were also, like, because the people that run the ceremony are also on it. Mm-hmm. And so I come out, and, like, two of the people that were part of the ceremony, one or, the, one or both of them were, like, horrifically crying yep. out by the tent. I was like, right I'm going back. Tent, yeah. <laughs> Which wasn't helping my situation either. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, I'm going back inside. <laughs> so I just sat down, and I remember we got back to San Diego, and like there was, I think we went to it was like a build your own like salad place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just like, this is a good meal. Like it was a good, it's a good weekend. And it just like everything felt like great, and like yeah, like you have a new appreciation for like you know to say like it was a killer salad. You know what I mean? Like to actually yeah. be able to appreciate the salad that you had instead of just like eating another salad. Yeah, and it was. I think what was cool too was the next like the morning you like share things i was gonna ask you do you remember what you shared or do you remember how powerful it was hearing other people's stuff i remember hearing other people's stuff like i thought i hearing like people talk about like the girl she's like oh like i had an abortion and then i got to talk to the fetus crazy yeah 
crazy but also like can kind of make sense in a way and then after that i met someone who like had was gonna have twins and then that failed and then they were about to have twins again i'm like what maybe like these like this soul thing is like legit Yeah. yeah so it's pretty interesting but also like i could also see the argument of like okay that that's just a way you would need to rela- rationalize it in your head to make you feel okay. But again, these like this plant is still enabling you to do that or guiding you through that way and whatever. So it's definitely it was very weird. I know that when I did share, I was like, I know I cried like when sharing. I don't remember exactly what I said regarding it or anything, because it, it, it that's the weirdest thing is it doesn't. I don't. I feel like I failed my mission so far, which was like go learn an instrument and then let's talk. Like, is what I felt like it really was trying to say in a way. It's interesting you say that because I just had a discussion with a close friend of mine recently, and he said it's been a couple of years since he had a psilocybin experience because when he went in, he said there was a couple of doors that he could go down. Actually, I might have him on to talk about it, but he said essentially there was a few different paths he could choose in life, and the one that he saw the end to that was the most beneficial for him was to quit drinking, start eating healthier, and live a better life. And he said he's afraid to go back into the mushroom realm again because he hasn't acted on that yet yeah and that's like the biggest thing too is like i've always thought about because like i'm overweight and i when i'm doing like it's like psychedelics or like on mushrooms or an ayahuasca like whatever i just always have the thing where it's like you just don't need to eat that much like it's just like let eat less i don't know like it's just not it's not that complicated and nothing really is that complicated but what we still don't do it like that's the weird thing and I don't know if it's, like, a motivation thing or whatever. Because, like, that's the most interesting thing is, like, the the time where I lost 150 pounds or whatever in the past is, like, because I was, like, in my head, like, I need to lose this weight for me to be able to date someone like this one chick, basically. And then there was some part of it that was, like, and I want to be Romeo and Romeo and Juliet. But I don't think – I don't know if that one actually held any credence. Like, I don't know if that was me just putting it on there to be, like, okay, this makes it more healthy, like, or what the deal is. Mm-hmm. So it's, like – why still why do i still not have that type of thing and it should be a me thing or whatever but i don't know it's very weird yeah and i mean i said it in my solo episode too but like i said i was ugly crying my first share circle too and it was i I truly feel that that you know you said like maybe there was a little bit of a purge the night before i think that that's like the leftover purge that you got out that you weren't able to get out the night before and so i mean i don't know how you felt in the morning before or after the share circle but it was like you know clearly on the drive home everything seemed good yeah and i mean i feel like it's cool because everybody gets like connected in the share circle mm-hmm. in a way like hearing everyone's stories hearing this person either be like have alcoholism or whatever like their specific thing is it's it's cool to hear everyone else's thing and i'm also just like am i broken enough to be here like especially when you hear it's people like, going and, and discussing horrific shit it's yeah. you're like is it really that bad for yeah, me? Like, why am I a pussy? Like, yeah. This is crazy. Like, like, holy shit, get your fucking... But it really puts into perspective, like, the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. I yeah, mean, it's definitely. Like, it doesn't matter that, you know, like, thank God I haven't killed anybody. But, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like the shit that I went through is still rough, and I'm still paying the price for it. So it's a matter of, yeah, I mean, it's... We all have our own demons that we have to battle. Yeah, and I've yet to have, like, a taught like a hard time tripping like i've yet for it to like really go negative and be like look motherfucker you're really messing stuff up and so it's just like that's been weird for me it's it as well granted i've never actually done psychedelics by myself and I, that's something i really want to do so i think that would be interesting for sure but i mean i think it's good the most profound experience and some of the darkest experiences i've had have been solo 
But that being said, I still think it's good to have like a sober trip sitter nearby, yeah. like somebody who can ground you. Because when shit gets real loose, if there's no one to keep you grounded, it, it gets scary. I mean, yeah. that really is. So whenever you come out of it, it's like that much. You feel that much better because yeah. like you are so fucking terrified. Yeah. But it's still like it's nice to have a bit of a lifeline if mm-hmm. things are really going south. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was definitely it was cool. I was so, really interesting. Would you do it again? I probably. Yeah. I would still be scared. Like I would still yeah. be. Yeah. Like I'm scared I, every time. Yeah. Like it's definitely. I'd be like, oh, this is gonna fucking suck, and mm-hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen. I would be hesitant, especially because if it's if I go in there and I go again before I learn instrument, it's gonna be like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And then that's gonna like if I yeah if it's worse than even that, how shitty it was to undergo like ayahuasca is the worst thing to actually do. Like your shit, you're vomiting, you feel like garbage, your insides are hurt. Like it just, it just feels terrible. But, but I, I feel also, great afterwards. Like no, I think that's part of that though is the way that you're purging trauma too. For because, sure. Because like I know plenty of people are like, last night was just pure bliss, smiling ear to ear, and they were dancing and everything else. And it's like, I think when you feel so terrible in your body that that's your body getting that those demons out. Yeah, and look, I, I haven't had any of the bliss stuff yet. I like, I, it's just pure, it's been pure hell for me. But that being said, is yeah. the backside of my experience. I usually get thirty minutes of bliss out of it, even yeah. though it's six hours of hell. Yeah, and that's the thing. It is just so much time, just craziness, and the time goes by. Like it feels like it's going by so slow at the, at the moment sometimes. But it's like then it just goes by quick too. It's like oh, we're done. What? Like what? Mm. Yeah, and the music they play is so cool. Like. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I love that was like the craziest. I would just be listening to like some fucking shit in Spanish. I don't even know what it's. I don't even know what it means. I'm just how you're singing it. Like, oh yeah, let's go. I, I think it's better because when it's not in a language that you know, you're not focused on lyrics and vocals. Yeah, it's like you're just uh, you're just absorbing the music as it is, and you realize that the voice is an instrument as well. Yeah, you know I mean, when you're not focused on what the word is, you realize that the voice is an instrument and that it adds into the music for sure. I think that's the craziest thing. And so like since then, I've definitely had like would just vocalize more, sing more. I think. Uh, I think it was after I lost guy actually was with a group of friends uh, in like this trip that I also had a really bad time um, just overall on that whole trip with them in a weird way. But at one point I was like singing while they were playing music and that was like the most power like that was the best feeling I've like almost ever felt like I was like in tears afterwards because of just like how good it so I was like this is the instrument the music thing is definitely real like I need so to do you, something with that it. was your instrument you know what I mean For like sure. I really in do think where, that singing is an instrument I agree Maybe that's what you had to use but in that moment that's what I was capable of at least taking advantage of in some way yeah. um and so it's it's definitely weird it's definitely very interesting it's it's so crazy yeah yeah I feel like I wanted to say something, but I just lost it. I don't know. Talking to you, it's like you're like, oh yeah, man. I fucking just, you know, thought like remember my childhood and these things that happened or whatever. I'm like, am I, am I really just not that broken enough? Like, what's going on that I don't under like experience this type of shit? And so like, there's that type of thing that goes through my brain too. It's just like, yeah. I mean, you say that, but <laughs> I look at it like I th- I hear other people's trip reports where they're talking about <laughs> speaking to past loved ones and entities that are giving them keys to the universe and that kind of thing i'm like i want that you yeah know what i mean but i think that you know it took me a long time to start unpacking the the stuff from my past so yeah. it's that you know yeah for sure years yeah. and years of using these things to get to the point where i was really able to like dive into those doors and unpack yeah. stuff and i think i think i can't access the ancestors and i can't access the entities until i've fixed myself yeah like i really think that that's what it comes down now, to and, th- and that's like the biggest thing is like every time i've done them it's always been you have infinite capability mm-hmm. 
and i've met like i don't know if it's a bad entity or whatever but like been it's i guess it could be like a different trip experience or whatever overall but like at one point at one time i like did mushrooms at my college in my house and i was like looking up at the ceiling and i the like the ceiling turned into lines of like tiki obelisks with like red eyes just going left to right like cycling and it just took me under this thought process of like if you just were willing to not give a shit about the individual and just manipulate and take advantage and just use people you could not just take over the world but like scary run this shit like that type of thing and i was just like i'm good and I was like I, I like i said no to that and ever since then it's been a completely different like shift in a way and that was at least super weird but every single time i'm on i like i do psychedelics and i think even with an ayahuasca it's just like you can do anything you want to do really like you specifically like you have the tools these are the things you've learned like whatever and that's always been really weird in that own way but i don't know we'll see cool well i feel like that's a pretty good summary of it there we're right at 30 minutes i feel like that's perfect um again thanks for sitting with me for another episode and yeah, yeah definitely until until next time <laughs> thanks again thanks for getting us in the studio this is dope place to record yeah and, no it's fun yeah, thanks for everybody that put steel city arts together and you know provided the studio yeah awesome thank you all yeah thanks again love you guys